0: This is more than therapy Podcast More than therapy This is more than therapy More than therapy Podcast This is more than therapy More than therapy Podcast This is more than therapy Podcast And welcome to another episode Of More Than Therapy Today's guest Ashley Gilmore, who is a licensed clinical mental health counselor located here in Durham, North Carolina, but also has a reach that outstretches to other parts of the nation to address mental health. Today, Ashley and I will be talking about healthy boundaries. Ashley, work for Gilmore Counselor. What type of counseling do you do at Gilmore Counselor?
1: Yeah. So uh, first, thank you for having me. Yes. Um, So. Couples. I don't see children. Mm-hmm. So I don't see anybody under 18. Um, but I, I love the
0: work that I do. Counseling for couples. Is that like relationship issues, mm-hmm.
1: arguments, anger, All infidelity? Of All of it. Um, so I have premarital couples. Mm-hmm. I have couples who are wanting to be engaged, who are already married. Um, I have, most of them are, in some things, kind of range between those three. So they're either pre-marital counseling or um, like engagement so they're actually about to get married or I have some who are actually married and who are having issues. Um, Some of the issues do range from actually a lack of communication. Um, I'll talk a little bit more about that. We can relate to that. Lack of communication, um, not having sex, um, money issues. Um, A lot of it stems from like a miscommunication that we don't really focus on. They
0: say communication is the Achilles heel of any relationship, whether romantic, family, business. I know that personally for myself. So, yes, this is definitely very much a conversation. Yeah yeah, 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 yeah. Healthy boundaries. How do we even define healthy boundaries? Yeah, great question. Especially in this day and time where we're coming out of the pandemic, still kind of in it, not really in it. We were in mesh with each other for, what, two years? Boom. Now we're going back into this thing called the world.
1: <laughs>
0: <laughs> what is healthy boundaries in 2022
1: i think healthy boundaries is subjective mm-hmm. um, very much like happiness very much like you know anything else healthy boundaries is subjective for me a healthy boundary means i need to understand what i need in order to be fruitful in this world to show up as my best self to be authentic right. so healthy boundary for me is saying no sometimes um and saying yes sometimes it's the Though, if I decide to eat a good donut and drink some water, but it's also working out tonight. Right. And so, healthy boundaries for everyone looks different. Mm-hmm. I think what really needs to happen is when we have healthy boundaries, we create a system that allows us to show up as our authentic self on a consistent basis. Right. And so, that means if I can no longer work at this job because it's not healthy for me, what that really means for my future, for my family, that kind of thing. Um, so, a healthy boundaries is really subjective. And it's important, though. So a healthy environment is really important for relationships and for yourself. Indeed. Yeah. Indeed. Yeah, yeah. Okay. Yeah. Okay. It's a great point. Because each
0: person will have their own definition of right. it. Or how it's defined. What right. you may take, I may not, and vice versa. Your no level. This is my no. I can't do that. It might be my, yeah, I can do that. Yeah. <laughs> but, you know, feeling some kind of way about it. Which yeah. really should have been. A no from me. Yeah. I find that's a lot of times that we find it difficult. A lot of people find it difficult to say no, mm-hmm. which impacts healthy boundaries, mm-hmm. and then feel some type of way about yeah. it moving forward, which therefore impacts that particular
1: relationship. Yeah. And I think, especially for black women, like, we're not taught to say no. Mm-hmm. You know, so the whole strong black woman thing, it's a, it's a narrative that, like, follows us. Right. But I'm, like, here to tell any strong black woman, a no keeps you strong and makes you stronger because you have a boundary that says this is something that I cannot do. Uh, we're used to putting all these things in our plate and our plate continues to, you know, it looks like Thanksgiving. <laughs> <laughs> our plates look like Thanksgiving. We got mashed potatoes and cans and macaroni and cheese and cooking you know, all that. <laughs> uh, all of that. And instead of saying, no, I only need half the plate, we're taught that you put the whole plate on and it's killing us. Um, and so a healthy boundary is simply, I think that personally understanding what no means for yourself, it's okay. Um, my husband said it last night, or one of my really close friends said it last night, you know, instant gratification is a thing, and so we are used to feel like I have to have it now, or somebody needs it now. No, you don't need it now, and a healthy boundary is, I don't need it right now, I can say no to this, or to that, so, you know, healthy boundaries, I think is subjective like you said your healthy bathroom may not be mine well I'm pretty sure my comfort
0: Yeah. <laughs> it's something I'm working on like I said transitioning into this world this cumbersome yeah I'm not even the same person I was two years ago That's back true. two years ago you would have seen me at every event hosting events getting together events prompting people to come to events and now it's like yep.
1: <laughs> yeah, and I think the opposite is for me. It's like I had to sit down for so long, and my children became a big part of that. Right. Now I'm like, I I'll, don't I'll, take me outside. Like, I want to go. I, I looked at my Instagram kind of archive last night, and I was outside every week last July. Oh, and this, this July, I'm like, I just want to sit down. Mm-hmm. But I, yeah, that's healthy. <laughs> About these look like, like you said, we're in mess with someone. I've had couples who actually got a divorce during the pandemic because you, you don't anticipate spending 24 hours a day with someone for four months, um, and you know, or more. You know, the house becomes your gym, your work, your church, your school. Mm-hmm. and the only thing you can do is go into mm-hmm. kind of go outside in these smaller areas right, right. it gets hard no real outlet no real outlet by itself, yep know what I'm and so I think creating healthy boundaries throughout the pandemic and learning what that looks like going forward mm-hmm. is not something that we've actually talked about but right. um, I think it's really really important right yeah. 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 so we know why
0: yeah. healthy boundaries are important how do we move especially someone who's rigid in their way of thinking, in their way of being, how do, they, how do they coordinate yourself to align yourself with healthier boundaries? For example, myself, I might tell my job or whatever, you know, whatever they put on my table, okay, sure, yeah, okay, then you're not really reflected on my schedule, like, damn, how the hell am I going to fit that in here, eating up my time, so my 9 to 5 is no longer a 9 to 5, yeah, yeah. now it's a 9 to 8, or a 9 to eight. 9, I gotta do the documentation. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Notes. Mm-hmm. 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 I want the power of no. I really, really, really want to be able to say no and be okay with no. But like you said, strong woman I always putting mm-hmm. more and more mashed potatoes and beans, green potatoes. <laughs> on her plate. I find myself in the same boat because mm-hmm. I, I guess I model myself after the woman who raised me, my yes. mother, you yes. know what I'm saying, yes. who put it all on her plate yes. to only break down years later and still not fully recover. Wow.
1: Wow. So you've seen it first hand. Right. Yeah. Yeah. I think flexibility is a big part of that. I think like you said, we become so rigid in our day and our schedule, it has to go like this, that it doesn't leave us any room for flexibility. I've noticed that when I am not able to be flexible in my day, it like throws my mood off. And what I've done is I've I've learned to recenter myself. Breathing is so important. Like we take for granted taking deep breaths, but taking a deep breath, three or four seconds, breathing in and exhaling, mm-hmm. it recenters you really quickly and you're able to regroup. And so for me, I've noticed that it's okay to be flexible. Like things that stop you in your tracks, a car accident, a train. Anything can happen and it throws everything off. What happens with a healthy boundary in those moments is, you know what, I can't control this. I gotta let it go. And what we also fail to realize is that a lot of us want control so much that we don't that we neglect what a healthy boundary is. Like if you like going go control some of the stuff you don't that you have on your plate you don't need. But we want to control the outcome of so many things because we're anxious about what we don't know we're afraid to set a healthy boundary and so it all to me becomes a cycle I'm afraid of this thing so I'm going to control it so I'm going to keep it going so I, regret, I, I refuse to create a healthy boundary you know and so I think that's what we have flexibility is so important it's so important for me it's the power of no
0: the ability to say no it's because I don't want to let that person down or have that person Mm -hmm. think less of me. I think my healthy boundary is more to do with imposter syndrome. Mm -hmm. Because I don't want to be seen as less than or not as important to the business, the relationship or whatever as feeling less than because I didn't do that one thing. It's funny. We can do a hundred things right. Mm -hmm. That one thing we do wrong will be the thing that they hold against us. I think too um,
1: what's important is if someone shames me because I say no, it's something wrong with them. So if your employer tells you, No, I need you to see this plane at this time, and you're like, No, I need to go because of my own self care, is that the place you want to work? You know? Nine times out of ten, though. I don't think that person would have a problem with the no. The relationship or the business or whatever.
0: It's internal things, internal That's real. dialogue. That's real. You know what I'm saying? If That's we say real. no, okay, we understand that That's and we get somebody else to do it or you do yeah. it later. Yeah. Your relationship, oh okay, I understand you got a lot on your plate, blah, blah, blah. But in our minds we're like, Oh man, they're gonna be mad at me. Yeah my whole back of cookie cookie. I mean I don't know yeah. any kind of things that might happen <laughs> yeah. when you're not, you know, we, we borrow. Uh-huh. We, we, uh-huh. we bargain. You know what I'm saying? Oh okay. like saying, but that may not even be the manifestation yep. of it. Yep. What I told my client the other day. Ninety nine percent of the stuff we worry about never manifests. Mm. It's okay. all in our mind. And actually it can manifest Because of our mind. The way we
1: move, the way we work can push us in the direction of that manifestation. Yep, Yep. yeah. I I've noticed, like, growing up, like, my mother and grandmother Mm -hmm. told me, no, for very valid reasons. Mm -hmm. Now that I'm an adult, I understand why I couldn't go to the party or why I couldn't Mm -hmm. hang with this person or why I need to go to the phone at this time. And so, no, while it seems harsh, is okay. Because, that means it's not in this moment. I'm not rejecting you because I'm saying no. I just can't do this thing right now. So I think some of it has to be re- us reframing how we see no, but also that it's not a rejection of me, it's simply a I can't do it right now. And think about when you tell somebody no. Does that mean that you're rejecting that person? No. Right. You're simply just saying, I can't do this thing right now. Right. And so I think that's the same case when we enter into any relationship as we reframe how we see the no, not as a rejection of me, but a simple no. We overthink it. Yeah. So think about it next time you say no to somebody. I'm not rejecting you. I just can't do it. And when someone says no to you, I'm not rejecting you. I just, this is not of my best interest right now. At this
0: moment. Yep. And I think you're right. that It's like your husband and your friend was saying. Instant gratification. Instant. you mm-hmm. want it, want it. Then and there and yep. now. Yep. I think mindfulness is a key thing in regards mm-hmm. to just being able to be okay in the yep. moment, ground yourself in the moment, and let things come in time. Yep. I yep. find when I get something instantaneously. Maybe I don't appreciate it as much. Oh, that's good. Or maybe the product itself isn't going to be the manifestation it could be because it was rushed. That's
1: good. That's really, really good. That's really good. I like that. It's not as you can't appreciate it the same way. And sometimes, like, it's toxic because you don't need it right then. Right, right. I had a shoe problem, and I think every time (laughs) a pair of jeans are supposed to come out, I am supposed to order them. I want my husband's going to see this more. I I have the sneakers app. And so then there's some shoes that I would enter the draw in. Mm-hmm. Um and so that you gotta enter into a draw if you want the specific pair of shoes. Right. And I would enter the draw and hold my like hold my breath that I don't get the shoes so that I don't have to like mm-hmm. tell my husband yeah. I've got these shoes that I do not need. Right. Um, that but, was being an eBay auction. So yeah, I don't exactly tell <laughs> I remember those. <laughs> and so everything is literally at the fingertips, mm-hmm. I push three buttons, I'm in the draw, I approve the payment, if it happens and then I put the phone right. down. And then I'm holding my breath, hoping that my jaw doesn't get chosen. Mm-hmm. Um, exactly. It's so exactly about it. <laughs> but that instant gratification of, I want some shoes right now, I'm going to get it. Right. You know, it, it impacts everything. I mean, it's, it's money that can be going towards something yeah. else. You know, and I don't need shoes like that. Yeah, are
0: J's, they're kind You know, I never own a pair of shoes.
1: Ever. So, I didn't, I didn't <laughs> own a pair until like four years ago, and I, I'm you like... Know, <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, if I go see four clients today, I can only me a pair of jeans. And that's how you
0: master that. Four one pair of jeans, <laughs> number forty-seven point eight. <laughs> <laughs> when he's coming out next month, okay? I got some time. Oh man, but that's it's not even worth head. it. Only four I'm, years
1: ago, that's crazy. I'm only I've become a sneakerhead in two years. And my husband's like, "What is wrong with you?" But it's the just know that I got as a teenager and as a kid. Now I'm like, well, I can do it now. Now it's all yes. Now now I can
0: do it for myself.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Which again becomes problematic because I don't have a healthy boundary Mm -hmm. around my dome. There you go. So I'm learning. Yeah, it's a process. It's a process. Therapists are people.
0: we got some issues and we got some things that we're working out. I
1: am a human being first. I am a human being first. All the other stuff comes after that, but I am a human being first. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Mm Healthy boundaries are important. When somebody
0: has issues with healthy boundaries, what do you think are some barriers that prevent them from getting to that point where they can have or establish healthy boundaries?
1: Um, Like you said, I think that posture syndrome is a really big one uh, because we don't want anybody to think that we can't do this thing. And so we continue to do it. Um, The disappointment of someone else is really big. So a lot of our healthy boundaries also more so centered around people. Mm-hmm. Uh, I don't need to talk to them, or they—they they need to. we need to distance ourselves from each other. Mm-hmm. And so we don't want to disappoint that person. Right. So we engage as long as we need to unnecessarily. Right. Um, but I also think, you know, in addition to the disappointment, there's a loss that comes with the healthy boundary. Because this thing is probably not necessary for you, mm-hmm. and it becomes harder to engage it. Mm-hmm. And so then there's this grief around... Um, I'm not going to say no to this thing that I like or this person that I really care for so there's, I think there's this loss around the healthy boundary but also we're not taught that especially in the black community you know we work 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 because it's generational slavery the Jim Crow movement you know even the two thousands, you know uh, a lot of us a lot of us have been working since we were 14 and I'm almost 40 and I've literally been working for 25 years when am I going to sit down
0: but <laughs> real though. But it's that's real. real though, we set up parameters in our brain regarding this is the way it's supposed to be. Yes. And these requests or these boundaries might assist with that yes. rigid way of thinking. Yes. I was telling my client recently, when i will be telling my client things, I actually be looking in the mirror.
1: Facts. Like, Big facts. Write
0: when you have write yourself an agenda, yep. a schedule. Yep. And make sure you put things that address your wellness in there too. Like mm-hmm. Maybe watching Netflix or maybe going for mm-hmm. a walk or doing something for you. Mm-hmm. Oh, I never thought of that. I always thought work, 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 work. Yeah, yeah me too until I took this Franklin Kofi course and it said oh, yeah. work your wellness in there too. Yeah. Yeah. And that is the key. And if you write it, you're more likely to adhere to it versus to say, I'm going to do this. Because I tell myself I'm going to call all the time. I'm going to do this, mm-hmm. this, and that. And I get home and I'll do none of that yeah. stuff. But yeah. if I wrote it down. Yeah. I think that's where mood
1: kind of really comes in that's where accountability comes in is you need someone to hold you accountable to these goals. Mm-hmm. Um, I had a friend he turned had uh, a hey, birthday last week and he was like I don't have any real goals for my birthday or for this year. Mm-hmm. I'm like why not? Right. You know like you have a whole year to accomplish something that you've never done before. Right. Like right. why not? Right. Like embrace this journey and set goals. Um, And, and so for me goal setting <laughs> is really really important but I also think a healthy boundary around goal setting is i'm gonna do it on intervals mm-hmm. so often you think about okay i have this calendar you can do it right. yeah but well, let's break that down right you know so. have this
0: part done by this time this part done exactly. by this time this is the first i have not, I'm not i have not done any mm-hmm. goal setting mm-hmm. like on uh, vision mm-hmm. boards, and any of that mm-hmm. stuff mm-hmm. since the pandemic mm-hmm. in fact i remember my last one honestly died in
1: 2019 okay
0: now, I'm not saying I haven't done goals, mm-hmm. but I haven't been as focused on goals. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And we can blame the pandemic all day, but.
1: I mean, but essentially, yes, because, like, the world went to shit in, right. like, like, a matter of two weeks, you know? And so, like, I thought I had this plan, mm-hmm. and oh, then my whole life changed. <laughs> the whole world changed.
0: Man, I was going to this conference and this conference and doing this. We thing. had all had this these new plans. Book coming out, and then boom. You're trapped in the house and you have to wear your mask and your kids can't go to school. They have to go to school. That's what messed me up, kids staying at home and having to go to school. Oh, I love my children.
1: I <laughs> waiting for them to go back to school. Jesus, I love them. But, you know, I'm not a teacher by trade. I don't do math. I'm a therapist. So you And I, I'm used to dealing with people
0: for 45 minutes to an hour at a time, not six and seven or eight hours consistently.
1: And then to do it from home. I wish, teachers,
0: I, I wish they got paid a million dollars because they deserve it.
1: Teachers Honestly, are the goats. They, they are the goat. And, and I
0: can't know, do what they do. I used to be a teacher, um, and it just wasn't a good fit. I said, Well, you know, the biggest thing, like these kids have a lot of mental health issues. Let me go back to school. <laughs> so I became a therapist. <laughs> well, I'm a school
1: counseling, and I was like, I can't affect the family the same way I could, so let me go back and do family therapy. Right. But I, teachers are the goat is yes, first thing yes, but yes. you know realistic goal setting is also like it's a healthy boundary you know yeah. that I need to accomplish this goal so I'm gonna set a boundary around this thing right. or this time limit right. you know and so if you have a year to do something a healthy boundary is it's gonna take me a year let me break that up right um but accountability is also key. If you have somebody, if me and you are working together and I'm tired and you tell me to take a, to take a break, you hold mm-hmm. me accountable and help me create a healthy boundary. Mm-hmm. Because my body then says, I'm tired I don't need to keep pushing yeah, right. but my, hom- my homie is telling me the same thing that my body is telling me <laughs> so now I have an accountability partner I'm creating a healthy boundary and I'm mm. efficient There
0: because
1: I've rested my body I said no and my accountability partner is holding me accountable and it could be
0: that much better because of the recalibration that part because honestly, I'd be like, Oh, I'm staying up 24 yes. hours to get this done. Yes. But at that 20 that 20 hour mark, I'm
1: moving like, Ew, you're Ew, slow.
0: Ew, and you're working. <laughs> and I see all these errors the next morning. Like, mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. Yep. And when you had had your healthy boundary
1: around your
0: time, mm-hmm. you know, your mind all right.
1: that and things right. could be different. Indeed. Yeah. Indeed. Yeah. So healthy mm-hmm. boundaries is not important, especially they're really important for people who who, who struggle with barriers, who struggle with that already so yeah
0: the power of yes how do we say yes to ourselves after this upbringing my mom raised me like you said the Rihanna song work 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 we just had this mind state where if you didn't work you weren't you weren't ish Just basically you know what I'm saying like if you're not a worker Pete you're a bum you know what I'm saying that was very pronounced yeah. in my household. Yeah. My father's the same and my father's, I don't know, 69, 70 years old. He's still working. Why, Philip? You you are an Air Force veteran. You got retirement yeah. after a yeah. 30-year mark. Yeah. Why? Yeah. Well, you know, da 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 And I think he fears that if he don't work, he doesn't have a purpose. He doesn't see himself yeah. as a person
1: anymore. Yeah, yeah. My grandmother worked so she died when she was 86. I feel like she worked until she was like 83. Mm. No, she had all time. So maybe until she was 80. But she always felt like she had to be doing something. And so it has, I have struggled. Lord, I struggled. I feel like she rolled over her grave. I sit down most Saturdays. I literally will lay on my couch for five hours at a time. The only reason I get up is because my Apple Watch tells me to stand up.
0: <laughs>
1: but I have gotten to a place where it's okay to let the dishes pile up. Yeah, It's okay. Um, one of my friends was telling me last week, her, um, she got anxiety because her laundry wasn't done. Mm. And I was like, girl, if you saw my guest room, you'd be like, what's wrong mm-hmm. with you? Mm-hmm. Everybody just go shopping in the laundry, you know, in the guest room for so your clothes for the next day. But I have learned to say yes to my health and to my body so that I can be efficient for whatever I'm about to do. And so if I don't think well and i my body, my family gets the it's bad part of me. Cool. Yeah, they don't want that drama. And man, you don't want that drama. <laughs> my, my daughters have this really bad habit of going, are you bad? <laughs> no, I'm not bad. <laughs> and then I got to check myself because I'm tired, <laughs> I'm projected mm-hmm. Because I kept saying yes to things I probably shouldn't say no to. Mm-hmm. And so I think learning that it's okay to say yes to ourselves first, because you can't pour from it to cup. You can, uh, you know, you what's the other one? I think, um, you know, you can't. If I was dying, you're not watering them, you know, whatever. Yeah, you know, I don't know that, but if I if I am continuing to give and give and give to other people and not saying yes to myself, right. I'm drained, That's and right. everybody else gets in that part of me. So it's really important that I say yes to myself, right. and that we learn that it's okay to say yes. Right to, to you, to you, to you. That's right. To you. Mm-hmm.
0: Yeah. someone need to work on. Yeah. We have these wonderful discussion forums that I see on Facebook from time to time, some of the most beautiful guests ever. (laughs) Interesting discussions that really were outside of the
1: times. Thank you. Um, yeah, so during the pandemic, I was like, you know, we are hurting. Yeah. Um, people are, I, ironically, <clears throat> I went from I think 10 clients to like 40 mm-hmm. during the pandemic, and then that's increased, of course, since then. Mm-hmm but people were anxious, they were depressed, they didn't realize what was going on, the world was changing, and they, you know, we can't control it, right. um, and so out of that came these, you know, I, I've always wanted to do a podcast, I just don't have time, right. but I, I could do it one hour, a one-hour live conversation a month, you know, Um. and so out of that came, you know, pandemic pandemonium, mm-hmm. and so, you know, that's what I was calling them during the pandemic, I don't know if I was going to call them that when I have them, but whole idea was to have these conversations that I had been having with some of my friends and to make them public, Mm -hmm. you know so many people were struggling with mental health in the church Um, and and at that time George Floyd, Breonna Taylor Mm -hmm. all of those things were happening and we didn't have an outlet and so let's have this conversation together, Mm -hmm. you know um, my husband's a chaplain and he's a minister so we were able to to tap in with him Mm -hmm. and he would get some people on there Um, my most recent one was with an esthetician and a wellness coach and an obstetrician, um, gynecologist, mm-hmm. and all of them are in three different phases of their life. Mm-hmm. Um, but they were talking. We were talking about a woman's body mm-hmm. um, and what that looks like and how we can mm-hmm. care for ourselves differently. And um, so I just felt like we needed to have conversations that I have been having right. privately. Let's have them publicly. Mm-hmm. Um, and and other people were wanted to have them. And so Facebook was where a lot of my mm-hmm. kind of friends are mm-hmm. following one I wanted to do it there. Um Zoom also stream there so it's easier. Um, but I also I do wanna, you know, have Instagram live conversations and I wanna have more conversations and, and do this kind of thing on a more consistent basis. But right now I have to tell myself no because I don't have the room. Seven-some so class. That's, yeah. that's, you know, <laughs> I'm very grateful for every client that it I talk to every day. I'm tired. And I'm tired, I'm tired. tired. Um, but you know, I'm very grateful so yeah, so I'm, I love the Facebook Live conversations and generated. You know, some have over two thousand views, some have over fifteen hundred views. Mm-hmm. Some are lower than others. Yeah. Um, in October, I, I did one with, with um, my friend who had breast cancer in the fire this February, um, and so you know, for me that was really important to hear her story and to kind of have it live in the in the uh, because she was so impactful to so many people. So, uh, so yeah, I love that work. I love having live conversations. I
0: love this kind of work. I love, I love that she had me here. So thank you again. Um, of course. And I feel like people learn from this. You know, this yeah, is a yeah, what I mean. yeah, you know, I thought like
1: this. Our is review is something that they
0: just kind of put in the bag. Yes. Like, honestly, we yeah, we you know all types of skills, like, but honestly, this, those of us that go to therapy sometimes we need that therapist yeah. to remind us of what we need to mm-hmm.
1: do. And outside. it's free. Right. You're not trying to for this. <laughs> I'm taking some time out of my schedule Right, but, right, you know, right.
0: i right. you, no,
1: so. to your bank. Yeah, you know. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> but, but that also means that I care about, you know, the, the work that I do. That I don't, that I, look, I love to know. Right. You. You're my friend. I love that. And also people deserve to have an hour and 20 minutes or 50 minutes on how they can learn how to set up right. boundaries. her. Gilmore Cows. Yes. Ashley Gilmore. I know you're in the doctorate program. I'm in a doctorate program, yes. I am at the University, and their are um, doctorate of uh, counseling and supervision program. Um, so, I'm excited. I felt like it was important for me to end my educational career with the HBCU. I went to PWI for my, my whole life. And so, I only applied to this program, and they accepted me last year. So, I'm, I'm finishing my first year, amen. Um. I also got some things in the in the works. Um, you know, there's a, a really big project that I'm working on. I hired a business coach. Mm-hmm. Uh, my husband persuaded me to hire a business coach so that I can focus, mm-hmm. kind of, you know, on what I needed to hone in on. Right. I'm all over the place because I got ideas mm-hmm. and mm-hmm. I love, you know, this kind of stuff. But I needed someone to help me focus. That was a boundary. Right. Um, I need some. I needed someone to help me focus. So we're working on this really big project. Uh, I'm also mm-hmm. adding accountability coaching mm-hmm. to my uh, work uh, to my repertoire. <laughs> um, because we don't always need a life coach, you know, we don't always need a therapist, but we need right. somebody to hold us accountable right. to the goals that we set. Okay. And so, um, you know, I am I'm offered a package of um, kind of a six to eight week type thing or a six month thing, and you know, we'll see where you go from there. But essentially, we meet every other. week Kind of map mm-hmm. out what you desire to do, mm-hmm. and we we get you there. Okay. Um, so I've seen kind of seen myself do that work, you know, informally over the last couple of years, and it's worked. And so I was like, well, why not just add this to the well, plate? You know, um, you know group another service. I for do another service. Do more counseling. Yes. <laughs> so I'm excited to do that. So I yeah, exactly. had that coming, you know, later this fall, but also this really big project I'm mm-hmm. working on. I'm also doing some uh, continuing education courses. Mm-hmm. So I do have a course that for anybody who needs CEUs, there are a couple courses that are downloadable. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm really, really excited about one of them with the Mental Health Academy. Um, and it is um, Black Women and um, the, the Fight, like, basically the Fight of a Black Woman, Black Woman in the White Woman's World. Mm-hmm. Um, and and I, it's one of my favorite mm-hmm. things that I've done. But it's available for download. So if you need CEU, at the mental health academy. Mm-hmm. The mental health academy. Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah. Okay. So yeah. So I'm excited about that. So I've got some stuff happening. I am also again, healthy boundary is kind of retrieving with mm-hmm. some of that. My children are starting um, um, summer break in a couple weeks, and so I know I'll be helping them while they're in camp. Right. My husband is also finishing his doctorate. Um, and so just being intentional about right. kind
0: of sitting down but also kind of moving gingerly with myself right
1: so, right, yeah you know, Dr. Gilmore and Dr. Gilmore you know? I love it I love it I don't know what we were thinking, <laughs> <laughs> thinking you were you to be doctors I you know <laughs> I, I want to impact that it, yeah you know, it's a great that it way to impact you yeah.
0: know what I'm saying yeah. educational mm-hmm. because mm-hmm. we need more of us in the spaces to educate mm-hmm. the masses
1: regarding At mental level. health yeah. my whole track in mm-hmm. college
0: gonna have two black people well, let's say my master's program one black professor at 60 mm. CEUs one black professor mm. yes in my first master's program mm. only one black professor yeah. mm.
1: in my second one I
0: don't think they have one at all and then you know mm. their culture they're, they're going to skew into their power structure they're not going to have any interest nope. like imagine trying to teach mental health counseling, in this day and time, oh with uh, George Floyd and yep. Brianna Taylor. Yep. These things will come up in conversations yep. inside when these counseling could. spaces. But will they? Or will they even have the same impact? Because they can say they're an advocate all day. That's Anyways,
1: that's another story. That's story. <laughs> so yeah, the, the, the long-term goal that I'm working on Mm-hmm. Uh, it's eventually teach interns um, how to enter this space, mm-hmm. um, and I think it's also important again that black that students see black therapists. Like you say, you know, like mm-hmm. we don't we're not we're becoming an anomaly now, you know, um, and we are very mm-hmm. cool and, and popular because people are looking for a black therapist, and it's it's it's, it's intentional yeah. that we be available. Right, um, right. But
0: right. the thing about is I'm cool, you know. So, <laughs> yeah, seventy.
1: <laughs> Oh, I'm uh, grateful. I'm
0: grateful. Yes, um, no doubt. No you know, doubt. You're you doing, know, doing it. Thank you. GilmoreCounseling.com. Gilmore yes, yes, yes. yes. Learn more yes. about Ashley Gilmore and connect with her. Yes. All that in the show notes. Ashley, if you'd like to leave the listening audience, the watching audience, with any mm-hmm. words of encouragement or last words. Yeah. yeah. Um, Everyone um, healthy boundaries are important. It's
1: okay to say no to others and to things.
0: That's another episode of More Than Therapy. Available anywhere where you push play to listen to your favorite podcast. That's More Than Therapy. Be well.